I know there's a couple folks out there that don't know what they're doing for this summer yet. Um, so we have that solved for you. We figured it out. You are going to go to CheapCaribbean.com to find deals on all your favorite, all-inclusive destinations, and you're going to spend your summer in paradise. Yeah, guys, come on. Take a break. You work hard. Everybody's working so hard. Mm. Swim up to the bar in Punta Cana or sit with your toes in the sand on the shores of Cancun. You can score an extra $175 off site-wide vacations of four nights or more now through June 3rd. Summer is going to be here before you know it. So do your deal and find vacays in your price range at CheapCaribbean.com. That's CheapCaribbean.com. You guys, have you heard about Squarespace? You must have, because I talk about it all the time. Their website has helped me with my businesses, but it will also help you grow your business. And it really does take the guesswork out of building a website. They have so many helpful and amazing tools, product features, and they make it so user-friendly. Now, one of our favorite product features is the Fluid Engine. With Fluid Engine, a next-generation website design system from Squarespace, it's never been easier for anyone to unlock unbreakable creativity. Start with a best-in-class website template and then customize every design detail with reimagined drag-and-drop technology for desktop or mobile. Stretch your imagination online with Fluid Engine, built in and ready to go on any new Squarespace site. Go to squarespace.com drama for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, use offer code drama to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. This summer, own your style with Macy's, whether packing for a destination vacation or planning a backyard staycation, Macy's has all that you need. Shop brands like Levi's, Dolce Vita, Lacoste, and more. Macy's has all of your summer must-haves. Summer dresses, matched sets, volume sleeve tops, espadrilles, mm. wedges, straw-crafted bags, bathing suits, and so much more. Oh my gosh, the free-for-all. Shop at Macy's.com slash own your style. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee and you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag or a watch that says it all. Jewelry that makes you look like the gem. Sneakers and streetwear so fresh, every step feels fly. eBay gets it, so look for the blue check mark next to that thing you love and be confident that every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is checked by experts. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. First of all, you don't know me. <laughs> We're all about that high school drama girl, drama girl, all about them high school queens. We'll take you for a ride in our comic girl, drama girl, cheering for the right team. Drama queens, drama queens, smart girl, rough girl, fashion but you're tough girl, you could sit with us girl. Drama queens, drama queens, drama queens, drama, drama queens, drama queens. Hello, friends. Happy New Year. And we're so excited to welcome a member of our family to the show this week. She's been with us so much this year. She's such an amazing friend and supporter. But we weren't able to talk to her during the SAG strike about her character at all. So now we finally get to ask her all of the questions. Friends, Tori DeVito's here today. Hey, guys. You look great. How are you? I'm good. We're so happy to have you on because we couldn't talk about Nanny Carey during the strike. And so, you know, we, we were able to get to get you so that 
the fans could enjoy the pleasure of your company, but we weren't allowed to talk about the one thing that everybody's dying to know about. So I'm so glad that we're able to talk now. I know. It's so funny. It doesn't matter what I'm doing. Like everybody always wants to talk about her. Yeah. Yeah. Like a convention for another show. It's like about her. You had so much success on other shows too. I mean, Pretty Little Liars, uh, Vampire Diaries, Army Wives, and then obviously recently Chicago Med. Um, It's like you work all the time. And it's so funny that Nanny Carrie is the thing that people- Yes, that is the thing. That's the thing. It actually just happened like, well, yesterday again, but in front of my dad. And he was like, oh, did they say one? I was like, dad, all the time. He was like, really? Still? And I was like, all the time. Yeah. That's what people want to talk about. I wonder if it's because people rewatch our show so much or- or do you think it's because she is in that sort of canon of these iconic characters? Like we were talking, watching the episode out in the cornfield with y'all last, you know, in our in our last um, rewatch recording, that it's so like it's so Kathy Bates. It's yeah. so it, they they gave you all of this stuff to do that really does feel reminiscent of these iconic sort of horror movies and psychological thrillers and like I don't know I almost am realizing as I'm asking you the question it would probably be great for us at our next convention to ask the fans like what is it that makes it so stand out totally did you know that that's what um so like because I thought I was done after the first like season five Mm -hmm. you know I thought I had done what I did and he called me it was like how would you feel about coming back and doing a misery yes storyline and I was like, yeah, like, obviously that sounds amazing. So, um, yeah, that was so, that was so fun. Did you know when you came in to audition for Carrie, the nanny, that it was going to be this psychotic? No. <laughs> or was it just like a, just a no. guest spot? It was just like a little recurring and it was, and it literally said on the thing, I think like girl next door, new, new nanny. And that was it. it like it said nothing else and i don't even think and i i think they didn't even know that it would go all the way there yeah um so it was such a surprise and i was so grateful because at that point you know in in life and in my career i was i think i was like 24 when i got that and um and it was like i've always you know you you played the girlfriend or like the wife or like you know what i mean like and mm-hmm. i was like oh these roles are so boring and you always felt like you got to do the fun stuff like in class like not really on yeah. set mm-hmm. and so when i got to come back and do that i was like oh and i remember i took it so seriously like when i had to like use the syringe and stuff like i was in my hotel room like practicing all the syringe moves and like all these things like i was like and it's so funny watching the episode back. I watched it this morning, actually, the last episode. Because oh, I actually made that mistake. I did I did a Pretty Little Liars um, podcast, and I didn't know I was supposed to watch the episode. And I've never watched any of the episodes. Oh, no. And, <laughs> and you know when you kind of panic and you yeah. realize you should just tell them, like, you guys, I, I, I messed up. I should have watched it. I didn't. I didn't do my homework. But then you panic, and you just decide, I'm going to fake it till I make it. And then at the end of it, you go... There, no, I sounded like an idiot the whole time. I lied about everything. Like, I didn't know what I was talking Like, everything I'd be like. And then they did a trivia game with me about no. the episode. No, Didn't even know what they were talking about. And I'm like, still to this day, I'm like, why didn't I just tell them? Why didn't I just? 
honestly yeah, say, what is it? you know what? I don't know what you guys are talking about. This is my fault. But anyway, so I watched the episode this morning. <laughs> And there were so many moments, though, because I was like looking at like, my, you know, we look all like we're babies. It's so babies. crazy. Babies. Mm-hmm. And I was like, in so many things I did, I know I was like taking it so seriously. But watching it now, I was like, oh, God. Oh, no, God. really? Oh. No, it's great. <laughs> yes. But, you know, you know, when like, you know, the state of mind you were in and you were like, yes, I'm going to go in there and do this. And, this. Yeah. and then you watch it back and you're like, oh, my God. <laughs> what? What always makes me laugh about that is sometimes when you get so obsessed with the preparation and making sure you're really in the headspace, like half the shit you spend months doing or or hours doing, depending on how much time you have to prep, never even winds up in the edit. And you're like, oh, man. Yeah, you get new sides that morning. Yeah. And you're like, oh, but I don't have to speak German in this scene anymore. Great. Right, you're like, I'm glad I paid for all those lessons. But Tori, no, I, I have to tell you, when we were watching it, we were talking about what an unbelievable job you did and the and the commitment required and and how unhinged Carrie got. Thank God we finally figured out why. They gave you the motivation. Right. We we learned right. about, you know, her son and all these things. But I, I have to tell you, because look, I think we're all the same. We watch things back that we've done and we go like, oh my God, what was I doing? <laughs> yeah. So like, I, A, I feel you deeply, but B, I, I feel like I just have to repeat. When we were talking about the episode, I said to Joy, I was like, there, there's this thing that you do. You have this laugh that is so uncomfortable when you sort of like come to and, and you're having that final exchange with Paul. And I didn't remember it at the time because obviously when, you know, we were making our show, we barely got to watch it, a la you on Pretty Little Liars. But I was like, oh my God, that, that sound and that choice and that specificity, it gave me chills. And like my brain immediately went to Anthony Hopkins in Silence of the Lambs, like doing that Mm -hmm. sound. And I was like, oh my God, Tori has a Silence of the Lambs moment on our show. (laughs) Like, it it really like it it feels so iconic and cool. Like you were so <laughs> so you. fun to watch. Thank you. It was so fun to do. I mean, Ugh. the whole from start to finish. It was just like it's still like one of my favorite things, especially like just getting to do because you don't get to do that. And I love that they actually showed the reason why because she had a son who died. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, you normally we needed that. network tv like that they don't really there's so many holes and so i was so happy that they did that but um re-watching the death thing i actually forgot that she died three times i'm me too god she just could not be killed she could not i forgot she had that end moment with dan and i was like oh my god um but it was so funny because i remembered i was like cleaning my house after the episode had already aired um and I had the TV on in the background. And I remember, you remember the soup with Joel McHale? Yeah. Yeah. I remember hearing um, in the background, you know, on One Tree Hill, there's a new nanny in town and she just won't die. And they literally took all three of my deaths <gasps> no! and edited them together. <gasps> and he was like, you know, and it's, you're so flattered to even be in a position to be <sighs> being made fun of in that <laughs> way. But I remember being like, oh, oh my God. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> they loved Amazing. to make fun of our show on that show. 
They sure did. (laughs) I remember that. Do you remember that day? Yeah, how could you not? It's so ridiculous. So that day in the cornfields was... Please recount your experience of that because I have my own version of it, but we talked about it already. Everybody's already heard it. Tell me. It was insane. It was so it was so hot from what I remember. Too. So hot. And we were just running around these cornfields chasing. And like it just the whole thing seemed so wild. It was just like me holding the syringe, I remember, just and like chasing poor Jamie too. Like, oh my God. This poor kid. Poor kid. I'm like, how are you not traumatized from this? Um, but I remember it was my first time wearing squibs too, which was really oh, cool. Oh, yeah. I was really like, I get like a little funny about things. So I was like, what if they put it on backwards and it's going to explode and I'm going to really die? But I didn't. I'm still here. Give everybody a sound bite. Remind everybody what squibs are for people who don't know. So squib is what they put on you. So when somebody shoots you, it pops at the same time. So it looks like you're actually getting shot. Yeah, and it pops like yeah. out from under yeah, your clothes. It's a little sticker full of blood, basically, that they they yes. put on your skin, and then it pops in the same. Yeah. yeah, they have a tube that runs down your back or something. Somebody squeezes it, and it pops at the same time. Unless you are in control of the tube, how did who who was doing it? Was somebody else or were you? Uh, somebody else. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't think I could have done that at the same time. I was like, <laughs> but it was so much fun. Like I just remember we were just running around all day. <laughs> In this yeah. <laughs> oh, you've had fun, man. It was so hot and buggy. Remember all the bugs? And like, oh, yeah. Every time you ran past all that corn, it was the rows were really tight. It did actually start to feel kind of claustrophobic at some point because you can't get up high enough to see over and realize where you are. And, and at some point, I do remember kind of t- doing a 360 turnaround and being like, I, I, I'm very uncomfortable with the fact that I do not know how to get out of this. <laughs> maze (laughs) really don't like this did you guys ever get lost in there that day or no no because they had the dollies and they had all the like you just follow a cable at the end of the day i guess in my head i'm like did they they couldn't have tied something to you so you could follow the rope back like a diver because you'd see it (laughs) how do you get out of there (laughs) they laid cables so funny communication was tough like how, how i don't remember how asher was was he on like a bullhorn or was he at the camera that I don't remember. Like, I don't remember him in there with us. I feel like he had a bullhorn. Yeah. yeah. Probably. But yeah, it was so buggy. It was so buggy. Yeah. And what's, it, yeah, and I remember getting the blood on me too, because it's so sticky. Mm-hmm. And like, on top of already being sweaty and sticky and buggy, Ugh. like that corn syrup, fake blood didn't do any favors either. And of course, our base camp where your shower would be was probably like a 20 minute ride away. Yes. So yeah. you're walking to the van covered in molasses. Yeah, molasses. <laughs> I don't think people realize how sticky that oh, fake blood is. It's so it's gross. The worst. It's the worst, especially when it gets in your hair and then you go like this and your hair just sticks and pulls and you hear it rip and you're like, oh, oh, oh no. Tori, do you die a lot in your shows? Um... No, that was the only one I died in. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, never mind. You think that, I think that people assume that because these are like, it takes so long to film something and we film it for so long that we just like have this amazing recollection of the Mm. things we've done. And it's incredible to me how I'll even watch a scene and be like, what's that? I did that. that?" You know what I mean? Like, or photo shoots or something. And you're like, that's me. When did I do that? It's like so weird how it like starts to slip your memory. 
we tell you every so often, we don't work with sponsors whose stuff we don't use. And I really love a lot of the things we've found on this podcast from like better pillows to better towels to all the other things. But this freaking app, the amount of money it has saved me, I didn't know how many weird little things I was subscribed to from like reading a Substack and being like, oh, yes, yeah. to doing some random app download because I needed a feature and then I forgot. The amount of just like monthly bills that I was paying for that added up to be like hundreds and hundreds of dollars, I was mortified. Well, Rocket Money is the solution and saves our butts every time. You guys, Rocket Money, <laughs> it's a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions. It monitors your spending and it helps lower your bills so that you can grow your savings. Rocket Money has over 5 million users, including us, and it has saved people a total of $500 million in canceled subscriptions. So like $5 here and $8 there really mm -hmm. adds up. They have saved members up to $740 a year when using all of the app's features. It's incredible. Rocket Money will even try to negotiate to lower your bills for you by up to 20%. So all mm. you have to do is submit a picture of your bill and Rocket Money takes care of the rest. They'll deal with customer service for you. So stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash queens. That's rocketmoney.com slash queens. Rocketmoney.com slash queens. Friends, is there anything better than a clean and fresh smelling home? I don't think so. I don't think there is. No, no. <laughs> oh, that feeling just walking in the door and it's like... My life is okay. I'm not a total disaster. Like, yeah. <laughs> I really feel better about myself when my house is clean. And I think the best way to achieve that relaxing feeling of a clean home, Clorox Sentiva. Clorox Sentiva provides a powerful clean with refreshing scents. And you can find your home's signature scent. It might be coconut, grapefruit, lavender. There is a scent for every vibe. Oh, it's grapefruit for me all the way. Lavender for me. Friends, transform your home into an oasis. With a powerful, clean, and refreshing scent, Clorox Sentiva cleans like Clorox and feels like confidence. Get yours now at a retail store near you. I think this is such a brilliant invention, and I wish somebody had come up with it earlier, but I'm glad we have it now. <laughs> you know, I've been doing theater since I was a little kid. My mom has yeah. all these videotapes of me and all these productions, and then we also have all of our family movies and all of the family photo albums and all of the everything that just takes up so much space. And I'm so grateful that Legacy Box created this whole platform to be able to condense these amazing memories down into something that's actually tangible and easy to access. Well, and with Mother's Day fast approaching, it is a great gift for the whole family. So you can relive moments like wedding days, first steps, or the embarrassing haircut you had in the 90s. You can <laughs> reconnect with your family's history and hear your grandmother's voice again for the first time. Yes, the process is so easy. You just send in your legacy box filled with old VHS tapes, camcorder tapes, and pictures, and their team professionally digitizes everything by hand in the USA, you'll get everything back on the cloud or a thumb drive along with your originals. It's so easy. Yeah. I mean, again, the VHSs, my my new project is that I found Jeffrey's big, huge storage containers of VHS 
And he was making TV shows in the late 80s, early 90s that I never got to see. This is my chance. So all of his pilots that never that never aired. Right. I love those old beta tapes. (laughs) So you guys can do this too. join over one point five million families that have trusted Legacy Box with their memories. Just go to LegacyBox.com slash drama to save 60 percent during their best Mother's Day sale ever. That's LegacyBox.com slash drama. Friends, we need a second to talk about Squarespace. Squarespace has so many helpful and amazing tools, product features, and they make it so user-friendly. Now, one of the product features that I love is their asset library. You can upload, organize, and access all of your content from one place. With the new asset library, you're able to manage all of your files from one central hub and use them across the Squarespace platform. They also have flexible website templates, so you can get started with one of their professional website templates with designs for every category and use case. Then you just customize your look, update content, and add features to fit your unique needs. You can make any Squarespace template do what you want, so your idea, your brand, or your business stands out online on every device. Plus, They will make selling your products on an online store a breeze. Whether you sell physical, digital, or service products, Squarespace has the tools you need to start selling online. Go to squarespace.com slash drama for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, use offer code drama to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. What is your interaction with fans like when they do come up to you? Because, you know, Paul has told us that they are still actually mad at him. Like, people will come up really (laughs) genuinely upset with him. What's your interaction like? So when the show was first airing, it was not great. Not good. People were, because they loved you and James together so much. Oh, my God. I remember, like, this one time I was in a gym and I was, I took my shirt off. I was changing and I was in my sports bra and this girl came running up to me, she tears, tears. And she was like, you're ruining everything. And she just, and everybody in the locker room stared at me. And I was like, oh. what? And people would come up to me on the street like that all the time. Like, uh, like, and then I was getting, my emails were getting hacked into, my parents' oh, yeah. emails were getting hacked <gasps> into, and people were like, not happy. It's like this weird, they cannot mm-hmm. differentiate between real life and not real life. Um, but I think as I've, as it's gotten, for some reason, it's not really the same reaction anymore, which thank God. And I don't really know why. Cause like you said, Sophia, like, I think that so many people are watching it, you know, over and over mm-hmm. again, like the younger generation is like, it's like a new thing for them, but I'm not getting as harsh of a reaction. It's more just like, you're crazy. But even with friends, like I remember when it was airing, um, like if I started dating someone and they wanted to introduce me to a friend, if anybody in their friend group had watched it, they were like, we really didn't know. We thought you would be like, we were really afraid to meet you. Like we didn't know what you'd be like. And I was like, what? It is really everybody. (laughs) Wow. I also wonder if there's something to, You know, people are obviously able to watch it and binge it and get yeah. to the culmination of the story quicker. And, yeah. you know, we do win. Nathan and Haley do stay together. But I also wonder if there's something to the fact that 
now there is social media, whereas there wasn't before. And like people know us and they also know we're all friends, (laughs) you know, like Mm -hmm. that's so interesting. It isn't like, you know, Nanny Carrie versus Haley. It's like, oh, Tori and Joy and Soph and Hillary yeah. are all friends. Like, yeah, exactly. So easy to look you up and go see yeah. you smiling. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. You know, and like people come to conventions with us and they get to hang out with us and they get to, we all get to do this with our audience. And like, you know, even you and I getting to go and work together for an overlap of years in Chicago, like, we, yeah. you know, we have, we have a bigger life than just these characters who when that show was on, there was no Instagram. There was no way yeah. to know. You just sort of experienced characters and then that was it. It's so true. I never thought of that. And also I think you know? getting to um, like binge it like that, you don't sit with it for a yeah. week. It's so hard to get into it. Yeah, when I you, know. You like really connect. I mean, I was I started watching Game of Thrones again um, with somebody who has n- had never seen it. And it's like, okay, so we watched two episodes or like maybe, maybe three a week. And it just does, it's not the same thing. You're not sitting with it. You're not living with mm-hmm. it. You're not waiting in anticipation for a week to find out what yeah. the hell's going to happen. Yeah. You just g- answer your instant gratification needs <laughs> immediately. And okay. it's bad for all of us. Yeah. <laughs> I agree. Bad for everyone. Bad <laughs> for everyone, except you, because now the fans are nice to you. Because thank God, God. There you go. it's not real. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. For all the villains out there, we've really thrived in this environment. Yeah. <laughs> Was it hard at all, like being in the midst of that? Because, because as an actor, you know, you were saying earlier, it's it's amazing to get a challenge like this and a storyline like this, yeah. and what an episode this is. You know, um, this arc is so cool when you get Dan out there and God, even that scene, like when it first happens and he opens the door to the hospital and we realize we're in the farmhouse, it's so eerie. And, and you got to, you know, it's like having such a big meal, but was it also a little strange knowing that this was going to be the death episode? Was it bittersweet or was it just like you wanted to lean all the way into it and go like level 10? It was kind of both. I mean, it was definitely bittersweet because I had so, I enjoyed doing this portion of it so much. Like Mm. I really felt like I was just able to do so many things. So I didn't want that to end. Like that was really, you know, sad to me, but I also loved that it wasn't just like, you know, a shot and she's dead. I was like, you know what I mean? There was so much more. And then once you really think she's dead, I know they cut away to like some, I think it was a, uh, Michaela and Chad scene that was like really like yeah. you know what I mean like yeah so you definitely think okay that's high intent that's done yeah and then it goes back and I love keeps coming that, back yeah I was really I was definitely sad that it was over I was like so sad to say goodbye to her but at the same mm-hmm. time like I was like this is cool this is like a really cool way to go out mm. and did you have to did you do research on on movies like this, like Misery, the Kathy Bates film and other things, was was there stuff you wanted to put in to the character? Because that that final moment with you and Dan is so crazy and the laughing and the you can't kill me. Like it <laughs> it really is. It's peak horror film. Yeah. Did, did you like watch a bunch of horror films or did you not want to think about what other people were doing? So I did watch Misery because mm-hmm. I actually hadn't seen it. And so when he said we want to do a Misery storyline, I was like, okay, well, I'm going to check this out. Um, 
And that got me so excited. But then otherwise, like, I feel like, especially like when I was younger, I thrived. Like I loved doing horror movies. I loved doing that sort of thing. So I always felt like I thrived in that environment. I was like, oh Mm. yeah. So my research more was, um, like the sympathy part for her, Mm. like building the sun, like building why she is the way she is so that then like I could let it all go and be crazy, but it was like grounded in why she was doing it versus like, Oh, I'm just going to go wild. Do you know what I mean? Did they give you that information ahead of time before you started with all the kidnapping stuff, even a, a while ago, or were you just, did you have to make something up for yourself? You know what? I actually don't remember. I really don't remember. Um, but you know, and it sounds so pretentious, but like as actors, they always say like when actually somebody just asked me the other day, like how, when you were playing such a horrible character, it's like, even if you can't find reasons to like that, you have to find reasons why they're doing it and like sympathize mm-hmm. with that. Right. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I don't know if it was them that told me early on or if I built something, but yeah, like finding that grounding of like why she's doing this, um, was like the biggest part of the research for me. And then also like (laughs) all, like I said, all the little prop things, which was so silly, but I was like, for some reason, I was so nervous to use all of them. I was like, Oh, can I go home with this? Can I go home with that? Even like, I think I had to hold the revolver. I didn't even have to shoot it. And I went to a shooting range in Wilmington because I was so, I was like, is she's going to look silly? I got to hold it right. (laughs) Like I was so (laughs) obsessed with Uh, everything. And it's funny because I kind of missed, that a little bit I feel like as I've gotten older like obviously like research and all that stuff but that feeling of like that anxiety where you can't sleep you can't eat you're just Mm. like this has to be perfect like I don't I don't know that I've had that in in a little you know what I mean it's like when you're young and you're like I work for free this is so important this is so important put me out in the cold at three in the morning I don't care I'll wear a tank top like (laughs) yeah and now I'm like where's my heater yeah, is there a warming tent? Yeah, no, thank warming you. Tent. What time will we be finished? That's right. Well, speaking of Wilmington, tell us about your experience in Wilmington because you came in in uh, was it the summer? I, I'm trying to remember the the time in the season that you came in and like yeah, what was going on in your life when you got this job? Just give us a lay of the land. So I definitely remember it being hot the whole time I was there. Oh. Um, I loved Wilmington. I mean, it is so charming. It was the first time I had ever had Kilwin's ice cream. Mm. And I remember just like I the hotel I was staying at was so close to it. And I was like, this is amazing. Like I was like on the water every night, having ice cream every night. Um, and it was interesting because I moved I moved to LA when I was 18. And so being in Wilmington when I was like 24 was the first time I was back for a long period of time. I had spent my formative years in high school. I mean, in high school. I spent my formative years in high school. I spent my formative years in Florida. And so <laughs> um, Florida's weather is very similar to Wilmington. Yes. And my parents split when I was 19. And it was really, really difficult for me. And my whole family mm. dynamic changed. And I remember I was in a rental car in Wilmington and it has that, those huge raindrops, like that yeah. downpour that LA does not get. You only get that like in the South. Yes. And I hadn't experienced that since high school. And I remember I pulled over and just started sobbing because it felt like <gasps> home, but like 
letting go and all these things. And I had that moment in Wilmington. So whenever I think of Wilmington now, still, I just, I always think of that moment. Like it did so much to heal Mm. a lot that I was going through, which was really beautiful. Um, Mm. And then I also like, I I loved being there. I didn't want to leave. I found this amazing Pilates teacher that I would go see for like private. She was so incredible. Like I just started being a vegetarian and I was like eating just potatoes every day because back then, like in the South, it was very difficult. (laughs) Matt Damon was farming potatoes on Mars and you were like, that is a good idea. (laughs) Good idea. Um, so it was really special. It was really, and then I also feel really lucky because I know me and Michaela McManus came on the show at the same time and I just like fell in love with her. She's so incredible. And I loved that we were both like newbies at the same time. So Mm -hmm. I feel like we got to like kind of lean on each other in that way. And I was like, oh, what a better person to kind of have that experience with because she was so, um, lovely and wonderful. Yeah. Yeah. Friends, is there anything better than a clean and fresh smelling home? I don't think so. I don't think there is. No, no. (laughs) Oh, that feeling of just walking in the door and it's like, my life is okay. I'm not a total disaster. Yeah. (laughs) I really feel better about myself when my house is clean. And I think the best way to achieve that relaxing feeling of a clean home, Clorox Sentiva. Clorox Sentiva provides a powerful clean with refreshing scents. And you can find your home's signature scent. It might be coconut, grapefruit, lavender. There is a scent for every vibe. Oh, it's grapefruit for me all the way. Lavender for me. Friends, transform your home into an oasis. With a powerful, clean, and refreshing scent, Clorox Sentiva cleans like Clorox and feels like confidence. Get yours now at a retail store near you. So I play this little game every morning where I leave the house looking decrepit. And then I drop my children off at school. And then I get to my office and I take out a nice, cute little bag that came with my Thrive Cosmetic order. And with just a couple of products, I'm able to look like a normal, happy, healthy human again. It's incredible. I love these products. Thrive Cosmetics has a full line of makeup to refresh your everyday look. With clean, skin-loving ingredients, their foolproof products make it easy for any skill level to apply. Now, a few of my favorite products include their incredible Infinity Waterproof Eyebrow Liner. It's easy-to-use waterproof pencil, holds like wax, and blends like a powder. Just line brows to give them some structure and create natural-looking strokes of hair to fill in sparse brows. It comes with a spoolie brush to lift and tame brows after applying the pencil, and there are eight shades to choose from that adjust to your natural brow color for a perfect match every time. Now, my other favorite product, I've been talking about this forever, is the Liquid Lash Extensions Mascara. Their unique formula creates tubes around each eyelash to lengthen them. And it's super easy to remove, you guys. This is my favorite part. It just slides right off with warm water, doesn't leave smudges, doesn't pull your eyelashes out. It's incredible. Its nourishing ingredients support longer, stronger, and healthier-looking lashes over time. Refresh your everyday look with Thrive Cosmetics, luxury beauty that gives back. Right now, you can get an exclusive 10% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com slash drama. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S dot com slash drama for 10% off your first order. 
I spent the first trimester of my pregnancy with Gus in Puerto Rico. And if you're going to be sick and grumpy and tired, it's such a beautiful place. Like, it really fixes a lot. It really is. I shot a movie there, and I shot my first commercial there when I was 14 years old. It was so fun. And I've been back three times since then. Uh, My cousin used to live there, and it's just a fabulous place. I love it. I learned this word from Gina Rodriguez, who is probably the biggest Puerto Rico fan of all of us. Boricua (laughs) is the name for someone from Puerto Rico, but it's more than just a name. It's a way of life. It's a representation of the spirit of the island, you know? The unique Boricua spirit infuses the music and welcoming spirit of the island in Puerto Rico. If you can hear the music, you're invited to the party. Mm. Sometimes it's salsa, sometimes it's plena, sometimes it's reggaeton. No matter what the rhythm is calling to you, when you hear it, it's always time to dance. All I want to do now is dance with y'all. Let's go. (laughs) Well, in Puerto Rico, you can't step outside without hearing music. Puerto Rico has renowned bars and nightlife and a welcoming spirit. In Puerto Rico, you can forget where you came from and embrace where you are. No passport required for U.S. citizens and permanent residents. Learn more and plan your trip at discoverpuertorico.com. Nothing is more fun for me than decorating, whether it's like I've moved, I have to go on location somewhere, or my friends are moving. I just want to design people's houses. (laughs) It's happy. And you know, like a place goes from just being, you know, like a box you live into a home. Only Wayfair has everything you need to bring that Mm. vision to life. I can attest to this personally. I am on this site all the time finding amazing things for my home. Wayfair is the place to shop for everything home from sofas and beds to dining sets and decor. No matter your style or budget, there is a Waberhood in every zip code brought to life by everyone who makes their home truly their own with Wayfair. A huge selection of home goods ranging from appliances and area rugs to beds and wall art. Everything you need for your living room, outdoor areas, bedroom and more. Wayfair makes it easy with fast and free shipping, even on the big stuff. And they'll even help you set it up. Every style is welcome in the Waberhood. Visit Wayfair.com or get the Wayfair mobile app. That's W-A-Y-F-A-I-R.com. Wayfair. Every style, every home. I remember having you guys over to my apartment for yeah. pasta. You made us dinner. I made dinner. That's right. You did. You guys were, yeah, the new girls. That was fun. Yeah. That was a really it was fun so night. Fun. It was nice yeah. to connect with you both. I remember just how smart you both were, but um, I loved, I felt like we had really good table conversation and yeah. it was so nice to just, I don't know, be in a space. I love that age when you really have nothing but time and mm-hmm. you're just happy to sit and get to know anybody and sp- spend the time and and you could, like, I, I long for those days. I long for being able to cut enough out of my schedule so that I can just have anybody over for dinner, mm-hmm. just sit and get to know you. I'm, I'm mm-hmm. like, our curiosity starts to get overshadowed by all the things that we have to just accomplish. And we don't mm-hmm. have as much time to sit in that curiosity. And yeah. I miss those days. It's interesting sure. you talk about it that way. I feel the same. Like, it feels like we have so much to manage and do and, and, Days can go by where you're just sort of ticking off the to-do list. And when I think about that time and you guys both coming out and and what a just lovely injection of spirit you both were to all of us because yeah. we'd been there for so long. I remember yeah. like I just I just think about the nights of like 
you know, going to Circa or going to the Brasserie and like getting a mac and cheese. And, and I'm and in this moment, I'm like, isn't that so crazy? Because we were working, you know, 16 hours a day and still being like, yeah. want to go to dinner? Right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and 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 it does sort of feel like now we're in this time. Maybe it's because we have smartphones and we're supposed to be on email like every second of the day. But we're, we're we're just like slammed with work, and I miss that too. I miss like the smell of Wilmington and all of yeah. us rapping and walking out to base camp and being like, "Should we go? Are we going to go to the beach <laughs> or are we going to go downtown? Like, where are we going to get a table and gab?" That was so yeah. nice. Is that youth or is that? the product of the age that we're in. Like, do you think the older generation 20 years ago did have time to slow down or were the, is it always, you just, the older you get, the busier you get and you just start steamrolling, snowballing into occupied. I feel like it's a combo. I do too. I feel like it's a combo. I do think that as you get older, like things like, it's like, but I also think like this, age with cell phones. And like, like you just said, there's no cutoff for your emails. There's mm-hmm. no cutoff for phone calls, especially now. I mean, Joy, you're on the East coast, right? It's like, so we're three hours ahead of LA mm-hmm. or, uh, and, uh, and so, you know, if somebody's calling me at 6 PM there, it's 9 PM here. Like, when do I, when mm-hmm. do you, cut that off? you know, and it's like, when do we draw that line? And I find that to be mm-hmm. so hard with cell phones. Yeah. Well, yeah, me too. It's the blessing and the curse of being connected. You yeah. know, we're more connected than we've ever been, but we're also more stressed out than we've ever been. And, you know, I think it's also, it's so incredible that so many people can have creative careers now. And it means yeah. that everyone needs a job and a side hustle. Yeah. You know, we all have day jobs and then we do this job and then we do other jobs and we do, it's yeah. like, there's, there's so much available, but it also means that every moment of your time is taken. Yeah. And, you know. Are we are we more connected than we ever have been? Like, I know the ease of functional, like, I guess, literal communication is easier. Mm-hmm. And that's what I mean a little bit, is like what Tori was saying about if somebody from your office on the West coast calls you at six, but it's nine and you're at dinner with your parents, but you're trying to close, I don't know, a deal for a film. Like, do you pick up the phone or not? How do you set boundaries? We are expected to be connected all the time. Right. We do have more access to information, but it also does create a sort of vacuum of, I think, intimacy because in a way, you know, like today, for whatever reason, I, I slept with my sliding door open and the birds woke me up at five, which was so lovely. But yeah, like I was up at 5 a.m. and was like, well, what, what am I going to do with myself? It's five o'clock in the morning. So I was pittering around the house and make coffee. And then I started checking on everyone on Instagram because I was like, mm-hmm. what's everybody doing? And I knew we were going to talk today. And I was like, is there anything that's happened in Tori's life in the last couple of weeks that I don't know about? So I'm scrolling. And then I was like, oh, I just love that pumpkin photo. And I'm like looking at this picture of you with a pumpkin. And I'm and I'm like, oh, she's just so happy. But she has no idea that you're well exactly. That. So in the yeah. it, so yeah. it's it's this really interesting thing, right? Where we can kind of say, Oh, I miss this person. Oh, I want to check on someone. But are we really connecting? Yeah. So yeah. again, I think it's I think what happens is as as these things expand as these avenues of connection and opportunity grow in a way, as they get wider, they get a little shallower 
because you yeah. really can only hold so much. So you can hold yeah. three columns that are narrow and deep, or you can hold nine columns that are shallower and wider across. And I don't know necessarily what's better, but I do think it is the journey of our generation, certainly, to try yeah. to figure out how to bridge this divide. Yeah, because we're the only ones that remember what it was like before and have yes. really fully embraced the the current. Even like yes. I was thinking the other day about the the fact that in you know 1995 we were all listening to exactly the same songs on the radio and watching right. exactly the same shows on TV because that's all anybody had access to. Like mm-hmm. every single person in the United States was listening to Mariah Carey sing "Hero" on the radio. Right. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. like or, or or Nirvana. I don't. I don't know when. Uh, uh, I should have a song list up in yeah. front of me right but now. Nirvana, Tupac, Mariah, all these yeah. these yes. like change makers of culture, and we all yes. knew them. Yeah, we all were doing it at the exact same time. Like every, yeah, like every kid was singing yeah. "Gangsta's Paradise" in <laughs> Middle America because Dangerous Minds came out, and we all were watching everything the same. And so, even though we weren't maybe connected talking about it all like we we knew that that's we mm-hmm. were sharing this cultural yeah. sameness and now it's all so 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 different for in for better in a lot of ways it's so nice to have the variety and to be able to have access to things that you wouldn't normally see in your current bubble but it is kind of weird yeah. to be like oh yeah. there's just so many options now that we're not i think actually that's one of the things to tie it back to our show because our show was one of the last of that breed where everybody yeah. everybody was watching it. Yeah. yeah. It was right before all the all the options came yeah. out. I mean, it's, it's wild like- to watch, you know, even even to be watching these episodes and all of our characters are on flip phones. Like you couldn't yeah, right. text novellas back and forth between your friends. You had to no. get on the phone because to type the word the took 19 key taps <laughs> like on T9. It was just different. And now, yeah. you know, people like I have a friend who edited a book they wrote on an iPhone. Just like, oh, yeah, wow. every time I was on a flight, I was editing my chapters. And, you know, he's miming this, the, the thumb taps. And I'm going, whoa, we are from our grandparents. Or, or our parents, rather, to our children. Like, the shift is so big. It's, it's so just massive. so big. Yeah. We saw around the world in this sort of last big political cycle what fake news did, but how it looks like real news on all these social websites, on Facebook, on X, on everything. And you think about media literacy and how we're starting to talk about we've got to teach it to kids, not just college students in journalism class, for example, but it's like, we can't forget that in, when was the first silent picture? I can't remember if it was like 1912 or 1920, but it was in that era. 20s, I think. But okay. I'll look it up. So let, let's say 1920, 1921, people go to the first silent movie. There was a shot of a train coming toward camera. And, you know, we do stuff like that all the time. We put the camera on the road and the car barrels toward us and we watch and we're like, oh, high speed chase. But at the first silent movie, when the train was barreling toward the audience on screen, everyone got up and ran out of the theater screaming. Yeah, they freaked out. Because people didn't know that something they were seeing in front of them was not going to leave the screen because they'd never seen something that wasn't 3D before. I think this is an 1895 French short film that you're talking about. Okay. Obviously, it would have been silent at the time. Yes. 
but still, wow. So let's call it just barely over a hundred years. We ran out of theaters because we thought trans on film were real. And now we're supposed to like know how to do this. Just over a hundred years. And then think about just on on a very personal level, how long it takes for personal change. We think about the yes. people that we know who are yeah. 50, 60, 70, and people can change, I believe, throughout their course of their life, and they grow and they mm-hmm. evolve, but it, does, it doesn't happen overnight. So no. now you're going to apply that to an entire culture and say everything's supposed to be different, boom, it, within yeah. 100 years, it's not that much time. Yeah. Sometimes you could be 65 and still working on something that your parents did in your childhood. Let alone this big, massive shift. It's really scary. It honestly makes me more and more reclusive for lack of a better word, because Mm -hmm. I still like connect with my family and friends and, um, you know, go and play on my tennis teams here and there. But like, um, it's, it's cut me like off. Like I've been in like, I get very, I I just don't want anything to do with it. It freaks me me out. And, and so mm. I, I have these like little tactics I'll do. Like I don't, I try not to charge my phone. I'll charge my phone in my car, but I won't charge it at night. So hoping that it dies throughout the day and then I don't mm. have access to the charger in my house. <laughs> so I just kind of like let it die. <laughs> what a funny subconscious game to play with yourself. My fiance will like call my, so my, my mom and my sisters, they don't even call me anymore. They just call my fiance, Jared. Because they're like, wow. and I'm like, why didn't you call me there? Because you never answer your phone. I'm like, I can't. I just, there's got to be a line sometimes. You know what I mean? But then yeah. on the flip side, sometimes I've realized that lately it's been making it so I'm kind of like lacking in what's going on. And I like to know what's going on. So it's like, yeah. how do you find that balance? How yeah. do you connect with your friends while also not being so like allowing that, you know, well, you didn't get back to me for a couple of days. And it's yeah. like, well, that's okay. That's okay. You know what I mean? It's like, we need that balance. Different priorities. Yes. Yeah. Different but, priorities. but every everybody's living with different realities in their life, different priorities that they have to set into place because mm-hmm. everybody can't do everything. Yeah. And all the more reason why uh, em- empathy is really important to be able to, mm-hmm. sh- yes. you know, yes. recognize that everyone's growing at different paces. Yeah. Everybody has to prioritize different things. It's not going to be a perfect process, you know? But when you're so used to spewing things off on the internet, like mm. how, you know, is that building empathy or is that taking it away? Like we're talking no. about this. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. taking it away. But can you have empathy for the person who's doing that, understanding that where they came from and the pace that they're growing at is different than yours? Mm-hmm. And how do we walk that fine line? Because it's really nuanced. It's not an easy black and white, like you get on this checklist, you get on that checklist. Right. right. It's tough. Yeah. Yeah. I actually remember this happening with um, uh, the start of reality TV because I remember it was mm-hmm. so new. I mean, beyond the real world, like that was something we had all watched. But when they started doing these and you saw everybody fighting and going at each other and getting oh. like smashed on TV in a way that you're like, oh, that person clearly is hurting to be doing this yeah. to their body repetitively. <sighs> I remember my little sister and I got into an argument. She wanted to watch something while we were eating. And I was like, it was over the holidays. We were home for Christmas. And I was like, turn it off. It makes me uncomfortable. And she's like, oh my God, get over it. And I was like, no, I think that it's putting this weird energy in the house. And then yeah. it does something to our psyche. Like I want nothing to do with it yeah now cut to like what 15 years later or something i watch the housewives all the time i have reality on ah. like here and there you know <laughs> what i mean your window 
it shifted my window. Yeah. So it's like the, my threshold went up for this, but it's definitely, I can say for me, I don't even think it's not a good thing. I don't, it's, I know it's not a good mm. thing. Do you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I don't like that. Friends, is there anything better than a clean and fresh smelling home? I don't think so. I don't think there is. No, no. <laughs> oh, that feeling of just walking in the door and it's like, my life is okay. I'm not a total disaster. Like, yeah. <laughs> I really feel better about myself when my house is clean. And I think the best way to achieve that relaxing feeling of a clean home, Clorox Sentiva. Clorox Sentiva provides a powerful clean with refreshing scents. And you can find your home's signature scent. It might be coconut, grapefruit, lavender. There is a scent for every vibe. Oh, it's grapefruit for me all the way. Lavender for me. Friends, transform your home into an oasis. With a powerful, clean and refreshing scent, Clorox Sentiva cleans like Clorox and feels like confidence. Get yours now at a retail store near you. I spent the first trimester of my pregnancy with Gus in Puerto Rico. And <gasps> if you're going to be sick and grumpy and tired, it's such a beautiful place. Like it really <laughs> fixes a lot. It really is. I shot a movie there and I shot my first commercial there when I was 14 years old. It was so fun. And I've been back three times since then. Uh, my cousin used to live there and it's just a fabulous place. I love it. I learned this word from Gina Rodriguez, who is probably the biggest Puerto Rico fan of all of us. Puerto <laughs> is the name for someone from Puerto Rico, but it's more than just a name. It's a way of life. It's a representation of the spirit of the island, you know? The unique Boricua spirit infuses the music and welcoming spirit of the island in Puerto Rico. If you can hear the music, you're invited to the party. Mm. Sometimes it's salsa, sometimes it's plena, sometimes it's reggaeton. No matter what the rhythm is calling to you, when you hear it, it's always time to dance. All I want to do now is dance with y'all. Let's go. <laughs> well, in Puerto Rico, you can't step outside without hearing music. Puerto Rico has renowned bars and nightlife and a welcoming spirit. In Puerto Rico, you can forget where you came from and embrace where you are. No passport required for U.S. citizens and permanent residents. Learn more and plan your trip at discoverpuertorico.com. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors, big and small, and when we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. So therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever is weighing you down. Yeah. I've had um, plenty of times in my life and seasons where I have needed a safe space where I could just uh, know that there was no judgment. I could just sort of dump out whatever I was thinking. And sometimes mm -hmm. even just hearing myself say things out loud made it mm -hmm. easier to go, wait a second, actually, I don't believe that. Why am I carrying that narrative around in my brain? But yeah. it doesn't always feel easy to say that kind of stuff to friends or people you're in relationship with. So I love therapy for that reason and many more. I do too. I totally agree, especially because therapy is a dedicated chunk of time. Like for me, it's an hour a week where I really focus on my self-care. It's like, I think of it as a, you know, gym for my brain and my heart. And it's so important mm -hmm. to take care of yourself in that way. And like you said, Joy, you can't always unburden on your friends. And I think a lot of us sometimes don't talk about what's going on with us because we feel guilty asking somebody yeah. to help us work through something. But that's literally a therapist's job. And I think that's why it works so well. So if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It is entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. 
Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash drama today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash drama. Oh, gosh, I'm so excited whenever we get these offers. I love using my coupons that I virtually clip out for Thrive because they have all these options of things that I can't find in my local grocer. And the one thing everyone has to do is grocery shop, right? So why not do Mm -hmm. it from the comfort of your couch? And for me, that's where Thrive Market comes in. Totally agree. Thrive Market is my go-to for all of my grocery and my household essentials. And the convenience of getting everything online and then quick ship to my doorstep, huge time saver. I love that Thrive Market carries brands with the highest quality ingredients and sourcing methods. They restrict hundreds of ingredients across their food and cleaning categories. And I use their online filters to suit my lifestyle needs. So whether you're looking for organic kids snacks or low sugar alternatives or gluten-free pantry essentials, you can curate your own shopping experience with a few clicks to make simpler, healthier swaps. Not only do we all save time shopping as Thrive Market members, but I love that I save money on every single grocery order. I mean, on average, it's over 30% savings every single time. Whether that's pantry staples, like you said, like, you know, peanut butter and coconut oil, or I am getting the gluten-free snacks I'm actually supposed to be eating. It really (laughs) makes a big difference. (laughs) When you join Thrive Market, you are also helping a family in need with their one-for-one membership matching program. You join, they give. So save time and money. Shop Thrive Market today. Go to thrivemarket.com slash drama for 30% off your first order plus a free $60 gift. That's thrive, T-H-R-I-V-E market.com slash drama. Thrivemarket.com slash drama. Okay, can I give you guys a rec? It's we're taking a left, but it is related. Stay with me here. Um, yes. I can't handle that stuff. Like so many yeah. and to each his own. Like I know a lot of people love reality TV. I can't do it. It stresses me out. It's bad. It's bad for me emotionally. Yeah. Also, to be clear, like one of the things I find the most stressful in the world, even though I watch them because I think he's funny, are Adam Sandler movies. Because watching <laughs> someone make mistakes for two hours. And like set their life on fire is so, I have to walk around the house. I have to take breaks. My friends are like, are you okay? I'm like, no, I can't handle it. Like it it gives me a full panic. This man, he just needs to tell people like, so I I understand that I am my own breed of anxious human, but the reality show lane that I love and you have a farm and we're all a little exhausted by technology and would like to be disconnected. It's why, you know, I've had Instagram paralysis for at least six months. I, I can't be there anymore. I don't know what to do about it. I try to share a little news in my stories every day and pretty much that's almost it. My respite in reality TV is a show on the History Channel called Alone. Have you watched it? No. <gasps> you guys, it is like, it is a a survivalist show about incredible like hunters, outdoorsmen, environmental experts who know every herb and leaf and mushroom in the forest. And Mm. they go and they compete and they literally get dropped off in the middle of nowhere alone. And they have to be their own camera crews and they get checked. I think it's like every 10 days they come in and they bring a medical team to make sure no one is, you know, emaciated and dying. Because yeah. you have to live off the land. You get to bring 10 things with you. 
<gasps> and then the gear that they give to everyone that is the same. And you just have to survive. Oh, wow. In what full isolation. I, I mean, all sorts of not things. Not practically. Not practically. Oh. I mean, emotionally. Because you're saying this is your respite. Like, what are you walking away with? I this? just can't stop watching it. I'm fascinated by the human spirit. I think one of the things I really like about it is watching these people be in such connection to nature, but mm-hmm. that it always circles back to why they love the people in their lives. Like it really is human connection that we live for. And it's yeah, our yeah. connection with nature. I think that enriches our life. And oh my God, you guys, it's just so good. It is so good. And you just learn all this shit about like, I'm like, you know what? Prior to starting this show, I probably would have died in the woods in three days. Now I think I could make it a solid seven. <laughs> like, I think I would last seven days and then I might die. But like, I've really learned a lot. Week. The whole That's week. Great. I'm telling you, this. we are not getting paid to advertise this show. I'm just obsessed. I will never be able to go on it because I am not a trained survival expert, but I will watch it forever. Are you not so envious <gasps> of this? information that these people have yeah so much i just want to know all of it like i yeah. can't i am so bad at like gardening and oh, all those things. i want to learn if yeah. you want to start a gardening club i'm in <laughs> i have a plant club here in nashville great we literally get together and go dig up plants and talk about oh them oh my god i would love that well, let's do it oh my god can we facetime in a hundred percent we can just we can group chat it see this is where the cell phones are helpful but yes. we'll yes. like we'll get there. We'll be yeah. like, no, we're yeah. te- we're doing tech, but we're doing it to get into the dirt. And oh that's how God. we get. How else are you going to get into all that information except by not being on your email and yeah. not being on your phone and just going out there and getting into it? And it's good to do in community because when you do it with your friends, then you're like, well, what did you grow this week? It's a, it's a dream. Yes. Right. What what did you grow? Or, oh my God! I can't wait week? to talk to you guys after you both watch your first episode of Alone. I'm vibrating. I'm so excited. I watch it. I can't wait. It's so good. It's a perfect holiday show. Let's all just grow mushrooms and become experts at those. those I would fun. love that. Um, okay. They're asking us to move on to some, some our questions Our producers are like, you three are ridiculous. <laughs> there are fan questions. Stop talking about surviving in the woods. <laughs> Speaking of Nanny Carrie in the woods, <laughs> um, the, the questions are pretty funny here, actually. Um, they are. Uh, oh, oh! here's a really good one. Speaking of yeah, Nanny Carrie in the Woods. Mm. From Jackie, how did you deal with the <gasps> roach cereal that you had to feed Dan? You have to remember this. Oh, I definitely remember this. First of all, one of the most fascinating parts of this, I remember, is there is like, I didn't know there were certain different breeds of cockroach. Ugh. The different breeds. And they use a specific breed for film and TV because they're more trainable these ones what that's what the guy told me whether he was lying to me or not i never like fact checked him but um yeah it was so crazy i i it's so funny because right now like if you were like oh feed this cop you gotta i'd be like oh but i think i was so in that nanny carry world i loved it i did <gasps> feel so bad for paul though i remember that was the first time like i looked at him and i think i even said i was like who did you piss off on this show? <laughs> You're strapped in a bed with a cockroach this close to your face. It was so uh, gross. How did he so handle gross. it? Was he buggy? Was he okay with the bugs or was he a little? No, I, no, I don't think he was particularly into no. it. But... Paul's okay with a lot of things, but I don't think. He didn't bugs. have his arm. <gasps> you know? That's right. I don't like that away. one bit. 
No, so if I dropped it, it's on <sighs> somebody else to come over because I'm not uh, scooping yeah. it up off her face. Sorry. I also remember because later, I don't know if it's this season or next season, but Lisa Goldstein and I had to do a big scene with a bunch of roaches. Ew. And they are very strict about the fact that you can't touch them, squish them, hurt them, flick them. So, like, your natural instinct with a They're bug is to roaches. fling it off you. And oh, these yeah. are, like, protected set animals, <laughs> insects, and you are not allowed to put them at any in any sort of risk. So, like, poor Paul, A, knows he can't, you know, throw it off of him if it falls yeah. on him. And B, probably isn't even allowed to anyway. It's, it's disgusting. <laughs> I cannot. Oh, oh and honestly, God. it kind of makes me feel better knowing that they're trained. It makes me feel a little bit more like I care about them more. I could be like, okay, you 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 serve a purpose. I guess I don't have to right. be so scared of you. Right. I don't know. It's right. all psychological. Like you're, you've gotten really far in your life, little roach. Like, I don't want to be the one to hurt you. <laughs> <laughs> Very proud of where you've come. <laughs> Sophia, what do they want to know? What do they want it's to know? It's a no next? for me. This I actually think is really interesting because you were saying this earlier about Jackson, like the moments where you were like, "How is this child not traumatized?" Were, oh, yeah. were there ever days or moments where he was afraid of you, or did you guys gamify this stuff so much that he was having a good time? Yeah, good question. I think he was pretty much having a good time because <laughs> the scene where I kidnap him from the wedding and I take him to the hotel and that's where Dan comes and finds me and he like strangles mm-hmm. me and puts me up against the wall and gets mm-hmm. him. You would think for a kid that'd be trauma. They gave him so much candy that day <laughs> that I saw Jackson. Literally, I watched it with my own eyes. He ran around the room and then he went, oh, because I think he was like <laughs> the sugar high. <laughs> so hardcore i was like oh my god this kid's gonna pass out from sugar um so no he had a fantastic time i think that's great oh good (laughs) but the corn maze i don't know i don't know he may still have dreams about that i don't know yeah we'll have have to to find out yeah find out one day was it hard being on this that was from alexa and this last question is from emma she's saying what was it complicated being on the vampire diaries and winter hill at the same time Mm. um I actually don't think I was. I was on Pretty Little Liars and Vampire Diaries at the same time. Wondering oh, okay. like it alone. Okay. Uh, Vampire Diaries didn't start yet when I was on One Tree Hill with you okay. guys. Because, um, yeah, because Paul and I were together then. So I mm. remember he started that after I was done with that. Mm. That's right. Because he was, I remember the only episode I did watch, he was doing Army Wives, um, an episode. And I went down there and we watched the episode together. Um, oh. I totally forgot about that. That was the one I, I remember watching it in the hotel room. So I was like funny. so excited. I think it was like my first episode coming out. We were like, oh my God. Wow. <laughs> it was so great. Um, but yeah, so no, I did Pretty Little Liars and Vampire Diaries at the same time. And that was hard because I did Pretty Little Liars for seven years. And I went so in and out of that show. I mean, I even did the finale while I was doing Med. So I was so used to doing everything else wow. with that show. That it wow. wasn't. Do you um do you have anything else coming up that everybody should be paying attention, looking out for? What what do you want to talk about and plug? You know, quite truthfully, I'm like taking especially the top of this year to kind of focus on myself and grow mm. my own little family. So Great. um not that I'm taking a break. It's not like that. I'm just being a little pickier and kind mm-hmm. of waiting for something really special to take me out. And until then, I'm kind of like ruminating here at home, um, focusing on a lot of writing, things I want to produce. Um, 
And yeah, I feel like uh, the next acting thing that comes through, I just want it to be something really, really special. Because not that I don't love everything we've done. I mean, One Tree Hill, like, I'm so grateful to have been a part of this show that just keeps going on and on. And, yeah. you know, same with the whole, like, Chicago world and stuff. But mm-hmm. um, I've never actually watched something that I've done something that I would actually sit down and watch. Mm. So that's kind of like my new goal for the future. It's time. For um, and anytime I thought like I was doing a movie that I would, I'm like, oh, I'm so excited. It's like a cool indie. And then it just turned out not to really like, you know. Yeah. So that's kind of my goal with things next. But um, where that goes, I'm not quite sure. I'm just kind of like enjoying the holidays and taking it slow right now. Mm. That's great. That's yeah. So nice. Well, I loved having you. I'm so glad you came back. We finally got to talk about Nanny Carey. Yeah. I know. I know. I love talking about her. I love yeah. her. I love her. <laughs> Do you have a favorite onset moment or Wilmington moment? I mean, mm-hmm. I know you said the the feeling the comfort of home from Florida, but yeah. any, anything on set? Any fun anecdotes for the fans out there? Honestly, Joy, the, my most favorite one, and I know I've told you this guy, uh, told you guys this already, was just that first day on set, I was so nervous, but you just made me feel so comfortable, and mm-hmm. I still have it. I told you, you gave me that, it had a little turtle on it, it was that letter opener, but oh, you yeah. knew that I was going to try to kind of break you and James up. So you said, like, this is for all the not-so-nice mail you'll probably be getting. But you said it, in the, and it made me laugh. And you, you used it to protect yourself, too. Yeah, to protect yourself. You made me feel so comfortable. And so that awesome. was one of the memories. Because you always have that, right? Like, you, you remember the people that really were, like, impactful or gave you, like, the good piece of advice or really yeah. kind of showed up. Because we always talk about as actors, it's so hard to go on other people's shows. At this point, you're in season five. You're all a bit exhausted. You've been doing this forever. You don't have to prep the same way somebody new coming in. So when somebody stops and has that, like, moment of, like, kindness, because you were the first person I met. You were the only person I really worked with for a while. You and James, so... Well, that yeah. was also, that was, that was gonna, I mean, that was up to me. I had to do that for you because not, not that I didn't want to, it's not in me, but like it is, but I, I did feel the weight of the responsibility of that because I knew you were coming in to exactly what you're saying, a, an established show mm-hmm. and you were going to try and break up this couple. And like, I didn't, I just really didn't want you to think that it would, like, I didn't like you or that, you know, cause it was just going <laughs> to yeah. be us. Like that yeah. would have been so awkward for you to come into an environment right. where it was like, Oh God, is she actually mad at me? I don't know. And then it was really great too because I got to reconnect with Daphne, who played my mom on my first show. Oh, that's that right. Yeah. And you that guys was shared so a mom. Yeah, we shared so a mom. Sweet. So I was like, yeah. So there was a lot of like that. That show had so many firsts for me that it's like I'll carry that with me for a long time. Do you remember going to Fondue with Daphne? Yes. Daphne is the best. <laughs> remember, she was like. She'd never been to fondue before. Do you remember that? She'd never been to fondue. Wait, you guys, why was fondue such a big deal in Wilmington? Like, I just (laughs) gave away the fondue set that I bought there. I was like, I'm never going to do this. We used to go in Wilmington all the time. I don't make fondue at home. Like, who do I think I am? And I finally gave it to a friend. Was it like a 2006 nationwide craze? Like, what what was that? Yes, because I remember in high school, too, it being very popular. Like, oh, we're going to fondue. Fondue. 
the rest of the fondue restaurants. Well, there was a fondue yeah. restaurant, the melting pot. And we yes. went and we all sat around. We had dinner and Daphne was kind of like, she was game for it at first. Like, oh, interesting. Okay, fun. You know, and we're, we're sticking the raw meat on the stick and cooking it oh. over the flame. She's like, how long does this take? And then, so yeah. about an hour and a half into the meal, the guy comes over and he's like, okay, so I'll clear your plates. Can I, can I get you dessert? And Daphne looks at him and she goes, do I have to cook it? <laughs> she was like, I can't believe I remember her saying she's like I can't believe I am paying to cook my own food. <laughs> like, Obsessed. She's you guys, we should take her. To, we should take her to a Korean barbecue in LA just to <laughs> just to make her laugh. Oh yeah, it'd oh, yeah. be fun. Oh my god. Oh my god. Well, it's great to see you, Mama. You look great. So you you seem so happy. Always you. nice to talk with you. So good to see you guys. Hey, thanks for listening. Don't forget to leave us a review. You can also follow us on Instagram at dramaqueensoth. Or email us at dramaqueens at iheartradio.com. See you next time. We're all about that high school drama girl, drama girl, all about them high school queens. We'll take you for a ride in our comic girl. Drama girl. Cheering for the right team. Drama queens, drama queens. Smart girl, rough girl, fashion but you're tough girl. You could sit with us girl. Drama queens, drama queens, drama queens. Drama, drama queens, drama queens. I know there's a couple folks out there that don't know what they're doing for this summer yet. Um, So we have that solved for you. We figured it out. You are going to go to CheapCaribbean.com to find deals on all your favorite, all-inclusive destinations, and you're going to spend your summer in paradise. Yeah, guys, come on. Take a break. You work hard. Everybody's working so hard. Mm. Swim up to the bar in Punta Cana or sit with your toes in the sand on the shores of Cancun. You can score an extra $175 off site-wide vacations of four nights or more now through June 3rd. Summer is going to be here before you know it. So do your deal and find vacays in your price range at CheapCaribbean.com. That's CheapCaribbean.com. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Boy, I've spent definitely a significant amount of time in therapy in my life. And I think there's just so many layers to life that can be hard to navigate. And having somebody there to just talk through things really makes, it makes the days easier sometimes. It's a simple truth, no matter who you are. Mental health challenges can affect you, and how you manage them can make all the difference. That's why everyone should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are and helps them get through. BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible, simple to use, and more affordable than in-person therapy. Connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. Learn more at BetterHelp.com. That's BetterHelp.com. I don't know about y'all. I love the holidays, and they also stress me out. (laughs) Yesterday, I was trying to get everybody's gifts wrapped, and I just needed a second. I was on my fourth paper cut, and I was like, okay, take a walk around the house, (laughs) calm yourself down, and you know what I did? I went and got myself a cookie, and I felt better. So all I'm saying is if you're tired or besieged by paper cuts... I think you deserve a cookie, too. I agree. Guys, Keeper <laughs> Sandies are buttery. They're shortbread cookies made with delicious ingredients like cranberries, pecans, and almonds. And each Keebler Sandy shortbread cookie is baked to perfection by those cute little Keebler elves for a light sweetness and a texture that melts in your mouth. When you need a comforting moment for yourself, Keebler Sandies. It's the perfect treat that'll keep you going. Next time you feel like you're juggling it all, reach for a Keebler Sandy shortbread cookie to enjoy a simple moment of comfort. Is it hoarding if it's boots? I don't think so. 
a woman can never have too many pairs of boots. It's the perfect gift for your loved ones and for yourself. So this festival and concert season is all about boots. Everybody has to show up in style. And Tacova's is your stop before attending your next concert with all your friends. All Tacova's boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tacova's has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink, and shop new styles. If you can't make it to a store, just visit tacovas.com. That's T E C O V A S.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. 